We're all F dot 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 dot. Ooh. So we all fucking? No. Oh, we all cigaretting. Fucking. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, T.S. Madison. <laughs> This is Simone's world. This is Simone's world. Oh, but it wouldn't be nothing. Nothing! Without a hundred thousand dollars. A crown and scepter provided by Fierce Drag Jewels and a lifetime supply of makeup courtesy of Anastasia Beverly Hills Cosmetics! Yes, honey. She took, she did the damn thing. Came in day one and was like, oh, I'm going to win this. Yeah. I, di- I, I didn't know why the rest of you even showed up. I'm going to win this. And did it every week. Every single week turned up. Be like, I'm going to be excellent. And I'm going to be me. And I'm going to give you fashion, darling. Fashion. We saw it coming. We saw it the, coming from the get-go. The second, we, mm. the, the second we saw Simone, we literally just said, yeah, that's it. We said it. We said we called it from day one. And you know what was interesting? We were, we were on the ball from day. Because the second she stepped through with that fucking dress. Don't let the smooth skin fool you, baby. Oh, she didn't lie. I ain't no fool, yeah. Simone. I think huh? my thoughts and opinions. I know when I see excellence walk into a room. And I saw Correct. excellence walk into that room. So don't come for me for supporting you from jump, Miss Thing. Don't come for me because your skin is buttery and delicious. Don't come for me because you walk in <laughs> to RuPaul's Drag Race wearing a dress of pictures of yourself. And you just... And with the thing. On that day, on that day, you are going to win. You are going to look yeah. at Miss Tamisha Aman and you're going to be like, you are God's godly, godly, but I'm sorry, this lip sync is mine. And it is. And it was from day one to day 753 when we finally got to the end of this damn mm-hmm. competition and you took it Four years later. Took that crown. Well done. She, she didn't age a bit. Even though Jaggers was as long as, like, it was five years. She didn't age a bit. She looks stunning. Absolutely Dan, gorgeous. Oh, the, like, I have to I have to admit, though, the finale, that, that, hey, sorry. If you haven't seen Drag Race Tough, you know, you it, it, it's the next week. If you haven't seen that's your business, we're spoiling it for you. Tough crap. The second that thing pop out, however, I will tell you, I will tell you this, though. Got Mick Dinsan a chance. God bless her. Just God loves a trier. God loves a trier. And they tried. And they and tried. That so the thing was, Gottmik did the splits, but she bounced. And yes. my housemate, who is a dancer, <laughs> was like, Oh, I know that hurt. Because <laughs> when you are on the thing, if you bounce, like the just tension goes wrong. So there was the bounce. It was the thing. The reve- Gottmik's reveal during that lip sync. Now you know me. I am full, like, give me the essence of the song. Perform the song to me. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you reveal into. But it's drag race. You kind of have to play to the reveal crap. Mm-hmm. Gottmik's reveal was um I think Katia said it on Pit Stop. It was less a reveal, more an undressing. Which yeah. you know, you undressed into something cute and it was nice and whatever. Yeah. But you you came up against Simone, who walked out Missy Elliott. With with that sculpted headpiece, I don't think it was a wig. I think it was a sculpted, right? Like cut in fate, uh, high top headpiece, just into the blonde wig with the brunette. Did you see pit. that coming? I did not see it coming. I was. Like, I did this, not see that coming. I was like, "There's going to be a reveal here." Like obviously, the tracksuit comes off into an outfit made just out of Timberlands. 
Right? The girl knows what she's doing. Right? What a, a creative mood. little kid. Uh, I know. So good. And then you know? into the uh, blonde and she's walking around and I was like, why don't I look like that? Why don't I look like silky that? Silky smooth, you know. Silky Just, smooth. Simone does not let you see her if she's not shining. No. Not an ash is... in sight. Not an oh. ash in sight. Oh. Never. You know what? Jurgens or Dove, you need to give her a fucking endorsement right now. Yeah, because I need, she... with give the it. quickness, I need give as it. quick as Pot Noodle and Heinz were to taste. I need yes. any skincare lotion who Simone uses to be like, let let me give you money and you can tell the girls what you're using because I want to know. Correct. I, I want to know. Summer is we coming. need to know. <laughs> I am dieted. I put in the work in the gym. I need to be shining and splendid. And that is what Miss Simone is. And I do not under. There are still people out there. Still people out there. To this day, I saw them talking about Denali should have won this show. Oh, Denali? God. Denali. I will I will tell you this though. I Y'all will give I will give I will give two people their flowers for that finale. Godmick's looks were phenomenal. That Hellraiser look. Mm. Next level when she came up with that big crown and that hearted piece with the the amazing roses queen her her homage to Scotland iconically great loved it loved it candy meh now don't don't be giving Miss Candy all that I don't know I don't know I was now I, I, she looked good don't get me wrong this is no shade or hate to Candy at all I just wasn't you know what it is it, because I had my favorites I was a little bit biased that's mm. all that's all but she looked good give it I'll give her her she flowers did do, as well and she did Candy Muse at the finale she took Candy yes. Muse to finale level the thing about it yeah. is so with Got Mick everything she's worn absolutely everything she's worn has been designer she has had mm-hmm. designers make absolutely everything which to me is kind of speaks to where Drag Race is at now in that it's mm-hmm. not really like it's not a competition for like local queens anymore. Not like mm-hmm. I think that's why people found the UK one so refreshing because you had someone like Tia Coffee who like yeah, well we know we know we know but yeah. she like won the she like well she didn't win the show but she definitely won the show from like the love that mm-hmm. she got from it and like the amount of support she got which I don't yeah. I just don't think you could do on US Drag Race anymore. It's a bit sad. Because yeah, it is sad. If you've got to spend like six thousand, seven pounds, and up to like thirty thousand just to go on the show, and no, yes, the run, yes, the runways are gag worthy, and yes, they're gorgeous, but mm-hmm. some of the spirit is lost in this. Like, yeah, it's it's. I, I understand. I fully understand it for the finale. Like, show up and show out. Do what you need to do. Yeah. It's the last episode, but for the whole season, I'm like, all that just... depth, all that depth. Mm-mm. Yeah, no honey. Let's just no like honey. let somebody who's got. 40 quid and a dream like genuinely have a chance on this show which i just don't think you can do anymore and it's kind of sad but in that sense like you do get someone like simone who probably like did not have this amount of money but she is surrounded by like the house of avalon just creative kids who will just take what they want to do and build out Mm -hmm. like amazing looks like in that last lip sync where her hair piece popped up and then she had like gagged I screamed. I remember I called you. I was like, "Have you seen the?" F-? You was like, "I was like, I'm gonna leave you. Let you watch that for yourself." I because yeah. I was screaming on the phone, and I was like, "Yes, you need to watch this. Amazing, amazing. I'm so happy. Oh my god! Like, the the uh, finale got spoiled for me like the moment I woke up, and I was like, oh, "Okay, uh, like I know who wins," but I didn't know how they won. And going right. back and looking at how they won, I was like, "I yeah. am." There is, yeah. you know me. I'm a picky bitch. I, if I yeah. see something, I'm like, "This, this is that whole finale." I was like, "Simone." Everything is great. And everything is on point and correct. 
and we have to give some flowers here. La La Rue. La La Rue, honey. Do you want to call her by her name, which is La La Rue? Not yeah, La La Rue. Well, La La Rue. <laughs> well, to be fair, La La Rue, because she's a rude bitch with a lot of heart. Love it. La La Rue. I'm going to rename her La La Rue. I know. I know Olivia was <laughs> livid. Oh, livid. 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 <laughs> But honey, she, she deserved was... that. Yeah, she deserved. She really was the heart of season thirteen. Honestly, yeah, really, really she... was. And I always feel like the miscongeniality should normally go to the girl who has the funniest, most endearing cutaways. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like for any moment when she was like, "That's Tamisha man." She liked to fight. From that moment, she won me. From that yeah. moment, oh my god. Um. Also, you listen to the AO two with Nick and Dan. Hi, we had we just went straight into because we're so excited, but. You know how it is, how it goes on this show. You know who we are. You're here. You're listening. So you don't even need intro. You just need to listen to everything that's happening because we are here to give you the right of your life. Hi, Dan. How are you doing? I'm good. I just want to put out a little disclaimer to everyone listening. It is yeah. quarter to 11 at night on Tuesday, and I have worked all day and been to the gym. So I don't know how much editing is going to go into this episode. I might just go through and like clear up some of the kind of iffy bits but mostly i imagine i'm just gonna leave it quite raw so I this is more of works. a raw open conversation between me and nick yeah and you'll so. hear out every single time i say um or k or yeah. what else do i eliminate from what i say like i yeah. say like a lot <laughs> so. hey we can't we can't be professional or item sometimes we just have to give the people what they want yeah. which is sometimes you've got to hear nick start unfiltered. a sentence seven times yeah. before he of gets course. to the point <laughs> hey, I'm working on that. I'm doing pretty well so You far. are doing pretty well. I remember, little reminisce back to the start of the 82. When it was first time, <laughs> I remember like sending you clips to be like, girl, what do you expect me to do with this? <laughs> you start in the sentence. You know what like, it is? When I get excited, times. when I get excited, my brain goes into overdrive and the words can... Con- the, the bus is at the station, but I'm not on. No one's getting on. <laughs> no one's leaving. But the, the passengers are there, but the bus driver isn't there. That's just what happens. <laughs> This is the 802 podcast, yeah, which is coming up to a year. Oh, my hey. goodness. Hey. We are literally about to hit a year marker. And we, you know what? We are so grateful. We're so thankful. We see you, Shane. We've hit, we've, we, our little podcast has passed over 5,000 downloads. That's really, really amazing. So for all the fans, all listeners, to everyone, for new and old who's been with us from the start, and who, if you're just joining us on the coach, welcome on board. We promise to make every episode as best as we possibly can. Sometimes with a bit of rubbish, sometimes when stuff really, really matters to us. But thank you so much for me being here for me and Dan. And, you know, we see it. We, we see it all the time. And, you know, we we can't wait for you all to see what's in the... We have a few, we have a few things in the mix. So just keep your eyes posted. Do what you need to do. Just keep on listening. I love that you're here to sincerely say thank you to everybody because I'm, I'd just be like, yeah. thanks, like, move on, let's go. Yeah, but you know, because I have the heart, Dan. You're just a cold-hearted bitch. Uh, uh, Paul Rappel is- told you. <laughs> Straight up, now tell me, when are you going to love me forever? Oh, oh, oh. Famously not cold-hearted snake, <laughs> She's a cold-hearted snake. Look into her eyes. <laughs> A mess. Um, you know really I have mad? no announcement this week. Let me tell you my announcement real go, quickly. Go. It's about Paula Abdul. Um, when that song comes on, because you know I got like, so I got my gay playlist. I've got my like regular, mm-hmm. regular playlist, which is kind of like my black music. And then I've got my gay playlist, which is just anything gay goes on the gay playlist. So it has cold hearted 
Snake by Paul Abdul. But I cannot, every time it comes on, because I'm a little bit of a performer to myself. Like if I'm listening to music, I'm walking down the street or I'm in the gym, I am full performance mode in my mind. Um, when Cold Heart Snake comes on, I can't do it without, you know, in the Alyssa and Coco lip sync, where Coco takes yes. the flower off of one side of her head and just puts it on the other side I'm of moving. her head. <laughs> I yeah. can't listen to that song without just going. <laughs> and I'm I like, mean, what? Miss Montrese? Is the simplicity in that mo- in, in that moment, though, the simplicity is what matters. She knew honestly. what she was doing. She knew what she had to do. Even though it was a little bit mediocre, she knew she knew what she had to do. But it's yeah. cute. <laughs> okay, well, um, you don't have an announcement this week. I don't have a, an actual serious announcement because usually I kind of no. guarantee that you will have a serious announcement. Um, no, not this week, I'm afraid, but I will have some. You know what it is? I I just have a lot to talk about today that is going to, it's going to get very interesting for me and you this week. This is why. So I don't want to oh. tell him a topic until, yeah, because we have, also, if you, by the way, you know me and Dan, we never rehearse anything. So everything you get is just straight off my mouth. Nothing is written or filtered. So And trust me, it's better to get what goes out of his mouth than what goes in it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, go on then. Let me tell you something. Let you Tell me something, let Nicholas. Me, let me tell you something. I honestly think we don't give flowers to the songs of 2002. <laughs> I was going through... I'm not telling you why. I was going... I'm not telling you why. Yeah. Was this the thing? Yeah. No. So you put this up like we were going to have full serious conversation. No, no. About the sounds of 2002. No. But 2002 actually was uh, like so much happened in that year. So let me, get, let, let, me break it, let me let me break it down for you. So The Lord of the Rings, the two towers, Star Wars, episode two and Attack of the Clones was on cinemas. Halle Berry became the first black actress to win the Academy Award for Best Actress. That's a moment, honey. That is a moment. Ben Affleck was... The most sexiest man alive. Gross. Justin Timberlake was the t- was the thirst trap of Rolling Stone. Britney and Justin broke up. Do you know what also happened in 2002? Have a guess. Christina Aguilera uh, dropped the Dirty album. The Dirty video. Not mm-hmm. me. I was What's about it? to say. I was about to say 9-11. Oh, God, no. Not but that, that was 2001. That. No, oh, good lord! I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's um, a it's a cultural <laughs> signifier. It's it's changing an yes. age. Yes. I'm sorry. Do you also know? <laughs> do you also know what one what one of the biggest songs of 2002 was? Don't matter what I do, all I think about is you. Even though you're on our phone with excellent man, won't text you back. <laughs> you for that moment she was loving life and she's in the window texting this man kelly girl an excel spreadsheet do you know that kelly Rowland doesn't know what excel is <laughs> there is a very famous interview if you haven't heard that if you haven't heard this go um find the episode of the read amazing podcast by the way go listen to them um they they're so successful they really don't need a shout out but anyway um they interview kelly Rowland and they ask her um, do you know, like you are texting on Microsoft Excel and she just fully hundred percent goes, I've been asked this question a lot in like this thing. What is that? And they're like, oh, you, you were talented. You didn't need to learn spreadsheets. Of course, you're Kelly Rowland. Like, why would you need to know what Excel is? Of course, Kelly Rowland doesn't know what Excel is. God. Oh God. But also I was like, oh, going through, you know, when, you know, when you're in the gym, you just go through a playlist that year brought us one of the best Britney songs ever in her discography. You know what that is? 
overprotected. That was from 2002. Ain't mm-hmm. that mad? There's so much. But this is where this is where it gets a little bit tricky here. You remember you remember Murder Inc. Back in the day, Ashanti, Ja Rule, Fat Joe. You know, it was such a big moment. Where where are they now? Like so because Ashanti just did versus against Keisha Cole. I would say Ashanti won. Um, ja Rule did Fire Festival. And... Oh no, no! Not that! No! <laughs> not that! Not that drama! Jarl oh, set the bar so high for festivals that basically no festival has happened since because they were all scared about meeting <laughs> the level that Fire Festival reached. Um, once <laughs> Fat Joe um, did mm-hmm. all the way up when Remy Ma came out of prison, and maybe in like 2012 sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine he's still fat, still called Joe. <laughs> well, that's interesting. But also, 2002 brought one of your favorite artists on. Do you know what that is? It's a Destiny's Child song. Which song so, came out 2002? Let me, so let me run your head a little bit. Here, here's where we find out. Here's where we know. So, Dangerously in Love, the famous debut album of Beyonce, came out in mm-hmm. 2003 because Crazy in Love was the biggest song of 2003. Three. So that was the album. Mm-hmm. So this is the album before, which makes me think we're talking about Survivor because Dangerous mm-hmm. um, Destiny Fulfilled was 2005, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're talking Survivor, um, now would 2002 be the late end of the Survivor catalog? Because you know how they used to do like album rollouts over a few years. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining Correct. this is. Is this the fourth single that was released from Survivor? It is indeed. It is indeed. Okay, so we had. On Survivor, what do you have? You have Survivor. You mm-hmm. have um, Emotion. That's Survivor, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm going to have to pull up this track list. <laughs> well, 2002, the be- the most rated D- Destiny Child song was Nasty put some curls on, I told you. Hey! Out your clothes on, I told you. Yes, 2002, that's very famous Destiny Child nasty came out. So let me talk about that crazy because Destiny Child were fully in their slut shaming bag in Survivor. They walked out (laughs) and were like, you nasty bitch. You go walk around the street in that and then you make him think, Destiny Child, I love me some Destiny Child. I do. I love them down, like house down boots. Love me some Mm -hmm. Destiny Child. When is the reunion tour? I will give you as much money as you ask for so long as it's in my bank account. And if it's not, look, catch me getting a loan to go see Destiny Child. (laughs) But, a payday loan. <laughs> honestly, Wonga will hear from me. Uh, Wonga no. isn't Wonga isn't that thing anymore. You have to like get like a loan shark. They'll be like, knocking door. Dan, where's your money? <laughs> Look, okay. Wonga a might moment. not be a thing, but rent men is, and I will do what I need to do rent to get me some men tickets. Come okay? through. This is not Park Life and the Megan the Stallion moment again. I will not be caught <laughs> slipping again. Anyway, oh, they haven't God. announced, but. Destiny Child, if you go through a few of their, um, let's say, more back catalogue songs, mm-hmm. you do hear some questionable stuff. Mm-hmm. So Very one questionable. Of, one of my favourite songs from Destiny Child is called With Me, and it's With Me Part 1 and Part 2. And With Me mm. is written from the perspective of the side chick telling the, the main girl why her man left her. <laughs> And it's it's so obviously written by a man. 
it's so obvious like the man had done nothing wrong you just treated him wrong but they sing it in such nice harmony and the beat is so classic 90s i just mm-hmm. i'm so into it nasty is another one where it's like it's literally like nasty put some clothes on i told you don't walk out your house without no clothes on i told you i told you <laughs> and they're like girls like why are we needing telling this woman that she needs to like dress up to find herself a man the and, opening yeah, lines and- to nasty yeah Use a nasty, nasty, trashy, nasty, sleazy, nasty, classless, nasty, nasty, put some clothes on, I told you. <laughs> These men don't want no hot female that's been around the block female, you nasty girl. What a, oh, slut shame and bad. The slut shame is real. The slut shame is real, She just left the house in, some, in an outfit, looking cute, feeling like, I'm this She's loving life. I'm having myself a good time. And then you got these three talented, gorgeous bitches walking up to you and being like, you nasty, trashy skank. If you don't get your back in your house and get yourself into good Christ approved clothing, I want to see, I don't want to see no neck. I don't want to see no ankle. If I see wrists, it's going to be fights. We're going to take you out. <laughs> Slut shame and bag. Loved it. Right. in that mad? in that mad? Well, also, do you know what happened in 2002 that is interesting to all the pop culture today? That's you know the sims the sims was first released in 2002 as well that is something and i used to love the sims but let's talk about the most iconic thing out of 2020 2002 guess what that is dan i'll give you three guesses go is it 9 11 nope is it the iraq war nope is it the in the how many guesses i got three you have one okay Sorry, no, I'll do I'll do some serious ones. Okay, so can I can I reset my guesses or is this like genie yes. rules? Go on. Okay. Reset it. Um, is it music related? Yes. Is it Will Young wins pop idol? No. Is it Hearsay wins pop stars the rivals? Nope. Has it got anything it to do with people winning singing competitions? No, but okay. it was when we first saw the iconic Mariah Carey Cribs episode. When she pimped out in her fucking triple duplex remember that episode mm-hmm. when she was mm-hmm. like this is where i lay down i was like girl that is the most iconic thing for me personally from 2002 and i look back at thinking to myself those moments really changed pop culture it was a reset that I, moment right there i think we need to focus a little bit more on why cribs was it because there are some episodes right? of cribs where you sort of so recently basically from what i understand Cribs is based on this show called Through the Keyhole, which is like this the BBC UK one. The, like the BBC UK thing. It was running from the, like mm-hmm. the 70s and they'd go into celebrities' houses to do it. And I remember they did one with um, Sam Bailey, who won the X Factor. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And just a semi detached three bed house somewhere in some county in England. And everyone was like, This girl, you want X Factor and this is how you live? Okay. <laughs> Cribs. MTV decided that they were going to get into their shit for Cribs. Mm-hmm. And the stuff you saw, those people's houses. I remember seeing Missy Elliott on Cribs, where she had a pinball machine with her face on Janet Jackson's body. And I've never forgotten yes. it. The amount of TVs that came out of beds, TVs that came out of floors. There was one that TV came out of a jacuzzi. Just TVs everywhere. In my like young, impressionable mind, I thought the wealthier you were, the more TVs yeah. you had hidden and stuff just in case you wanted to like watch the news that day. Yeah. Cribs was mad. Mm-hmm. 
Cribs was mad. It was. So, you know, it's interesting because I would, I think, like, when we look at pop culture, we see all these things that happen. The kids, the girls will never understand how much that really changed the way we watch television and the way we, like, rate us. Because at that moment, like, Mariah was just, like, showing off. And you know what? She worked fucking hard. Let's be real. That woman has gave that. And you know what? A lot of gays don't give Mariah her, her flowers. It's true. They don't. And I, mean, I, I don't understand why. But the hey, gays we move. Are, like I've said this, and I say this about why the gays don't hold Beyonce up there where they should. Mm-hmm. Is that we like our girls to be just a little bit shit. Just a little bit shit. Not totally shit. Mm-hmm. Not like fully, like can't sing unless you're going to go on the X Factor and do a classical audition be singing around yeah. the towns and everything like that then you can be a holistic voice coach and be truly terrible but if you mm-hmm. are talented successful mm-hmm. put mm-hmm. on a show and mm-hmm. can do that we're like mm-hmm. we love the smart ones of us love you everyone yeah. else eh, eh, i don't yeah. get it she's not she's not lady gaga she's not I feel singing like the directly love the, hate ta- the gays love to hate talent because they just don't want to appreciate it because they want to be like oh my god you like this person is like mm, girl you know she's talented to be when give her the, when give her her flowers because you just do i want to be different bitch pie you ain't, gonna get it. you ain't gonna take that from my mariah carey no 19 number ones untouched by anybody else ever you ain't gonna take that from mariah goddamn carey you ain't gonna take that Question. from the fantasy from the butterflies from miss emotion Whistle tones before Ariana was even born, bitch. You ain't gonna do that to my Mariah. Get in line and understand greatness, please. I'm tired of having this I conversation will, with you. I will admit, though, my favorite Mariah album of all time has to be Emancipation of Mimi. Personally, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, the, it, that is how you do a comeback. That is mm-hmm. how people thought she was out of the game. She had a full breakdown. She, divorce. She went through that breakup, didn't she? Yeah. Full break, uh, like messy on MTV, like whole early 2000s diva moment came back emancipation of Mimi was like oh no sorry um I know you all forgot just to remind everybody in the room mm-hmm. still Mariah Carey you belong with me because I'm still Mariah fucking Carey follow up with E equals MC squared touch my body mm-hmm. do you know what do you know what one of the only moments in Mariah Carey's like career I didn't understand remember when she I wasn't a fan of glitter I know that my song bad, but I just wasn't. Okay. It wasn't to my. It wasn't to my ex. It was okay. It was nice pop culture, but it was. It wasn't. It was all right. The thing, the thing about glitter, and go on. It's Mariah Carey would not have been able to be booked to headline Brighton Pride if glitter did not exist. Correct. Because it gave yeah. the gays the sheen of shitness that we look for. <laughs> And I choose to believe that that was a calculated effort from Mariah Carey and her team to ensure that she had longevity into the future. You can't be perfect forever. And Glitter is not perfect, but it is still a Mariah Carey project, which means it's still a lot better than a lot of your girl's best. So when you raise up Glitter and you're like, look at what she did, I'm going to be like, well, you girls were just talking about art pop two weeks ago and saying how that was an underrated fan fantasy masterpiece whatever and i really listened to it as a car crash so let's like let's check ourselves before we wreck ourselves let's make sure that lipstick is correct 
before we talk about Mariah Carey, shall we? Thank you, you know it's fucking shit, Dan. You know it's shit. Admit now, that you sh- no. Admit now- that you're shit. You know uh You know because no, be- no, because you want to be devil's advocate. Admit that it's fucking shit. You know it was shit. Her career knew it was shit. Nick Cannon, who eat her pussy, knew it was shit. It was shit. Now let me tell you something. Uh, no, 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 no. Quite as it is. Quite as it is. <laughs> Okay. I rest my case. Uh, no, I'm. Beep, beep, you beep, beep, beep. Me Mic check. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Give me the opportunity on, to speak on this. Go on. I wind you up. <laughs> I I would admit that it was shit, but I I just feel like you you're pressing this because you are obsessed with Mariah Carey. So she's got a song for you. No, but obsessed. I'm a massive fan. I'm I'm I will. You know, but Dan, I have oh I will always give Mariah her, her thing. However, I just feel like the right. I will admit this though. I will admit the glitter perfume did smell lovely. Gl- All I'm saying is Hall of Fame the, the, songwriter, the smell nineteen yeah. number ones. Yeah, one hundred percent. Decades give her, spanning. Give her, give her. Her, 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 her. She, she did. She's massive, amazing. massive collaboration with Whitney the Houston. Oh God. Okay. Oh, the king. Genre was it, um, king, um, Prince of Hit notes Egypt. you only dreamed of in your sleep when you believe, baby. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna come from Mariah Carey because one album weren't all that. Hey, 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 hey! I will add uh, one, uh, ab- one album. This ain't about you. This is about no. everyone listening. Because I know some of you are sitting here laughing, be like, ah ha ha ha, ah ha ha ha. Mariah Carey no, had a bad album. Girl, no. when you're Mariah Carey, you can have a bad album. But what are you doing now? Wearing that t-shirt you've been wearing for four days, stinking up the place. <laughs> Go have a shower and watch yourself, and don't talk to me about no Mariah Carey. I'm not having it. Next topic. I'm what else you, happened in 2002? Uh, no, we're moving back to we're moving to the to the to the day because we need to talk about a comment that a little Nas X made. Did you did you did you catch that? Did you catch what he said? And what I was like, say? oh, right. Let me read it for you. So he said, Lil Nas X made it clear he's not a fan of top and bottom label when it comes to gay sex. The star addressed the topic in an Instagram Q and A, which was posted by the Time Network account yesterday. Responding to a fan, the 22-year-old who explored his themes of gay sex and gay sex in songs such as Holiday and the recent monster hit Montero, quite by name, said he's never been a bunk bed kind of guy. His reply was, we're all F dot 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 dot. Ooh. So we all fucking? No. Oh, we all cigaretting. Fucking. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, T.S. Madison. <laughs> Iconic. Um, I was like, ooh, let me get into this tea, honey. So, I mean, I guess. <sighs> so he goes, he goes on to say that he said it's become a huge form of misogyny. Hmm. No, I'll give him that. Like, we, mm-hmm. we, we as the gays love to choose to be terrible. And part of our choosing to be terrible is we will treat bottoms terribly for no reason because they bottom, Preach. and then we will give we will let tops get away with fuck tons of murder, murder because they be putting it in, and it's like the putting it in is the easy part. From right. my sexual experience, the putting it in is a lot easier than it going the other way. Like you got to be able to take like to take dick is an ability that not everybody has and you should be happy Co- with people correct and just because they be taking dick you're going to be rude to them right this, like be rude to them in the bedroom when they want you to be rude to them yeah don't be rude to them in these streets don't be bomb shaming yeah. it's stupid but do we need to get rid of the labels i just feel like 
people take the label too far when it's essentially just like, this is what I prefer. This is what I'm good at. Let's see what happens. If we want to have anal penetrative sex, then like it's useful. I will be really honest though. I feel like whenever someone asks me the question, when I first start speaking to them, tap on bottom, that really kind of rides me the wrong way. Mm. I just hate it. It's like, it's like the second you, I feel like the second you say, or like verse people are not shown up, they're, they're not disregarded as much as bottoms. If you feel my drift, I feel like when someone say you're verse, they're like, oh yeah, it's fine. But if one say you're a bottom, they're like, it's kind of like, oh yeah, you're just there to take dick. No, give bottoms their flowers. It's not easy to fucking take dick. We know it. You know it. I know it. Dan, don't act like you don't take dick, bitch. <laughs> now you say that like it's a common occurrence, and ah, oh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying I haven't had the opportunity. Okay, well, we've been in a pandemic for an entire year. I know. I expect, but I expect been when you're free to the world, these girls still be bucking it and busting well, it out we know. and breaking some back. <laughs> and uh, where am I? I'm spending my Tuesday <laughs> evening talking to you, recording for these I'm, people who I love. I'm, Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'd, I'd much prefer to do this than make sure oh, that my God. back end gets sorted out. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like I def I, I from, how do I say this? Uh, from the last time I, t- I was on the bottom bunk, as you might say, I don't know. I feel like it, it took a while for me to get, you know, into the mood. And I look at, you know, porn really does change the narrative, doesn't it? It changes the whole fuck. All right. We know in porn it always looks so easy. Oh my god, look at this dick that's going into a hole. Girl, we know that take we know that took 40 minutes. Yeah. What I really like is um this <laughs> this guy is straight and he's never done this before. And I and then you oh look at it and you're like god. So why is your bussy sparkling? <laughs> right? Clean shaved and weeted. And like you didn't know you were doing this. You there's not a yeah. wince. There's not a whimper. There's not a... Okay, stop, no. stop, stop. There's... You just in and out, slip and slide. Slip and slide through those doors. Which is fine. Just say you like it. Just say you like it. Who's going to give There's a shit? So... Terrible people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bitch. No, I... <laughs> we do need to be nicer to bottoms as a community. We need to be nicer to a I lot agree. of community. I think we just I ultimately agree. should stop listening to what white straight muscular tops want think i think they shouldn't be allowed to be the voice of the community anymore because they for they are the white men of gays essentially they just keep saying terrible things and no one checks them on it because people want to fuck them which also we need to all collectively relieve ourselves of i've been putting in the work to try and relieve myself of my desire to have sex with white men with no lips it's not going well <laughs> but I'm trying. <laughs> we can be nicer. Ah! We can be nicer to everybody. And you... I think if you're gonna ask people top or bottom, if you're on grinder and it's just a sex thing, like yeah, work it out. If you are asking that person for a date, don't ask them directly before that first date. Just be like top or bottom. It's like I know. I'll even if we're both tops and we have a good date and a good second date, I'll still suck your dick. Okay, <laughs> there are things that can happen here. That you are closing yourself out to because all you want to do is get up in the guts. We can do other stuff. <laughs> Question I know, for you. I got some toys back here. We can have a good <laughs> time. You don't know what I you're missing question. out. I have a question for you. 
you know, since we've been like two weeks of having a little more normality back, have you find that interacting with gays have been a little bit of a of a reach? Lately? I found that everyone's lost their damn minds. Let me talk yeah. to you about this. Everyone's yeah, lost let's, their let's damn minds. Talk about Everyone has decided <laughs> that they need to reevaluate everything that's happening in their life and make sure that all the situations where the situations need to be, which is irritating for me because I've ended up situationless and I'm like, where? Uh, 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 fine, cool. Make your decision. Whatever needs to happen needs to happen. Great. Otherwise, people have been on the prowl to the point of insanity. You're in the park. You chat to somebody. They see somebody that they are into. They are off. Off. Gone. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, great. Thanks. Thanks for that. But also, I think there's this weird mixture of like people want to have people feel an upcoming hoe season. They're like, June's going to hit. Club's going to hit. Hot boy open, summer. And hot boy summer is going to be mm-hmm. in full swing. Ah! I need to be able to hoe my way through this. So. Sorry, my mic just fell. Yeah, I, I saw. It was quite fun. <laughs> so they want to they wanna be up and ready to hoe. But they've also like invested quite a lot of time in talking to people over lockdown, like messages, whatever. And I've seen so many people like genuinely like somebody, really be into them. But like, no, I'm going to want a hoe in a few months. So I can't like this can't be something. I'm like, what? Why must we all discern the future like Madam Trelawney? Why are we all there with the tea leaves being like, what the hell is happening in the future? <laughs> Just have, like, you like that boy. Yeah, enjoy the Invest moment. in that boy, get to know him. You can yeah. hoe later. The yeah. hoes are always going to be there. You can have a hoe season whenever you want. If you like that boy, you want to get to know that boy, get to know that boy. He'll probably appreciate it. Dan, is this about you? I feel this is very much pointed at you. Who no. Who's hurt your feelings? That's who break your heart? Me. Who break your heart, Dan? Look, I ain't no Dua Lipa. I'm not going to sing you a song about my broken heart. <laughs> but go on, how are you I finding it? I should have stayed at home. Huh? How are you finding it? I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I've had it really hard trying to have conversations with just with my workmates. I just feel like it's it's not as it used to be anymore. A lot of the conversations has changed, and then people are people. You could see that lockdown really took people to a different place. They're like very much reserved. Like and like I know a lot of people that are still on, you know, on the verge of like wanting to be outside and they're not comfortable yet. And it's it's mad how people's mental health really, really has been affected. Cause I I feel like a lot of people are more reserved now. And it's it's nice. It's I mean nice. It's it's weird to see um it's nice to see people out and about, but it's weird to see people that are really much like Bit become a bit more. What's that word when someone is a bit more quiet, like introverted? A type introverted, and it's it's interesting. I've seen a lot of people too, and a lot of people intro intro introvert life has been amped up a little bit, and it's 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 a bit weird. But so it's I feel like with lockdown, you know, easing here and there, I want people to if you need someone to speak to, message one of us. Me and Daniel is willing to speak to. But I just feel like a lot of the conversations feel feels a little bit um like people don't know what to say, they know what to start, and it just shows you what a year inside could really do, honestly. So it's just mad, but it is that's life, you know. We just have to you know keep on keep on the good fight. Song song with deep dead in it. Yeah, and now we're getting to the end of the show, so we've got to <laughs> somehow swing that back into an upbeat. Well, I'm going to give you a little upbeat before we go. Here we go. 
So, on Friday, do you know what's coming? The back of the bus? Nope. The lo- the new Lil Mix single with Saweetie. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. I am ready. Ready. I honestly couldn't think of a better duet for a single as a trio. Because they've dropped Jessie's vocals. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me talk about Miss Jessie Nelson real quick. Let me just talk about, let me just talk about her real quick. Miss Nelson, you know we support you. We were, when you say you were leaving, we were, we were a little bit sad. But make it make sense how you are recording a solo album when you say you left because you didn't like the spotlight. Make it make sense, Miss Nelson. Make it make sense. But to the girls, Perry, Jade, and Leanne, I know you guys are going to smash that new single. It's going to be phenomenal. We're going to rate it. We are going to wait for it. And Saweetie is coming up. She's getting her fucking dollars. She after she broke up, up with that, that fight. Oh. <laughs> well, she wasn't coming up with that performance with with um with with <laughs> with she, If Khan. anything, she was going around in circles. Not that. <laughs> God bless her for trying. Right, guys. Well, we're gonna get out of here. That was such and that was just a nice little conversation we had. Yeah, it's nice. We we don't do this very often. We always have a gen. We always have like we always have like guests and stuff. And it's nice to just where we just strip it all back. And if it's what the eight or two was meant to be like from the start, but you know things change. We bring it different every week because we are just a diverse clan over here. And you know what you need to do to find us. If you need us on the eight or two podcast, you can drop us an email at the eight or two podcast at gmail. And you can find me. I am Nick Charles on Instagram and Twitter. And um, you could find no, Dan. They can't. To... No, they can't. Your handle's not I am Nick Charles. <laughs> it's it's Nick Charles. They I did. changed it, didn't I? Yeah, but you oh, just dear. said I am Nick Charles. <laughs> uh, you know what? I am. It is, I am. <laughs> guys, it's now quarter past 11. We have been up all day. Like, I know, it's been a long You day. can find the socials where you can find the socials. But do us a favor. You listen. Send it to somebody else. Send it to your favorite person you knew in 2002. And see mm-hmm. what they think about 2002 as well. Yeah, see what they say about it. Send it to Anne-Marie. Let her get, let her get involved as well. It'd be great. Yeah, I so, thought it was German, you know. Anne-Marie? Yeah. No, she's she's a proper London girl. She's lovely as well. Exactly. So, like, when I was doing interview prep for when uh, we had the interview last week. And mm-hmm. there was their talk with Anne-Marie. And I was just like, is that your voice? I swear you were German. But, Aww. you know... Times are changing. Times are changing. So until Friday, when we bring you the more mess on the back of the bus, this has been DOD Podcast with Nick Charles and Dan James. We will see you on Friday. See you soon. Bye. (laughs) Do you not want to leave? Do you just want to stay here? You know how I like to get my bye in there. Like, I like it to be loud and a little shouty. Do you just just want to tell people bye? Okay, I like to say bye. What song was saying bye? Bye. Oh, goodbye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Oh, speaking of that, do you know, are you I watching wanna... The Circle on Netflix? Uh, the US one? The US one, the new season. No, I'm not it going is, to say it yet, but I will. It is it, bitch. These, are, these people are messy. They are One is, is pretending to be Lance Bass from uh, NSYNC, even though oh my the goodness. woman pretending to be him is his assistant. She's done basically nothing so far. <laughs> But there's this one girl <laughs> called Savannah yeah. who mm-hmm. evil incarnate in like a sweet influencer looking cute kind of way. Yeah. Fully evil. Then she got this little minion called it. Courtney who just goes around ruining things now because she set him up because 
Like, you gotta watch the show. Yeah. I'll get into it, defo. Oh, there we go. Something to look at before Friday. So thanks for that. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>